We talked yesterday about what's going on in the Pac-12 and how it affects the Arizona State Sun Devils, but today I'm giving you guys three options that the Sun Devils could do moving forward regarding its current conference play. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you'd like to check us out on a visual platform. But wherever you do get those podcasts, make sure that you hit that like and subscribe button and turn on those notifications so that you get an update every single time we drop a new episode. Let's go ahead and hop right into today's conversation. Yesterday, we spent the entirety of the podcast going over what's going on with the Pac-12. In case you missed that podcast, USC and UCLA are both leaving the Pac-12. What does this mean for the conference? I mean, right now, it feels like the conference is in shambles. I'm kind of wondering whether or not the Pac-12 is nearing an extinction or, in a best-case scenario, a merger with another conference. But Overall, there, there's a lot of uncertainty about this conference right now and what we're supposed to do with it to the point where, you know, is it is it is it smart for the current teams and colleges to stay in the Pac-12? Should more teams be looking to move on? Should the Pac-12 look to expand? Well, more importantly, we're focused here on the Arizona State Sun Devils and what the Sun Devils should do. So I'm looking at three potential possibilities here for the Sun Devils. The first one. We're shooting for the moon. We're just, you know, shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll land amongst the stars, all that mantra. But I'm going to say try and join the Big Ten. This would be the absolute best case scenario for you. The Big Ten is the like the pristine college conference right now, in my opinion. I know that the SEC is up there. SEC has Georgia and Alabama, and they have a lot of other other really quality teams in there as well. You know, you have the Auburns of the world, the LSUs of the world. Uh, Florida was normally a good team. With, with the Big Ten, you've got Ohio State. You've got Michigan. You've got Penn State. You're bringing in USC and UCLA. You're hoping that USC is back with Lincoln Riley. You've got Michigan State, who gets routinely slept on. You've got Iowa. You've got Wisconsin. There's a lot of really good programs here. Minnesota is still there. Overall, I I feel like the quality is a lot better in the Big Ten than it is in the SEC. I feel like when you look at the SEC... It's not so much top heavy, but like their bad teams are really bad. Vanderbilt is like a two win team every year. Mizzou is, you know, competitive, but they're not anything great. I look at the bad teams in the Big Ten and I don't feel that bad about them, honestly. Like, sure, Illinois isn't anything great, neither is Rutgers, but outside of that, I mean, down years for. Uh, Indiana and Maryland, Indiana's not that great either, but like Maryland is still like 
like a bowl eligible team every year. Nebraska is a bowl eligible team every year. Northwestern competes every year. Overall, I feel like the Big Ten is just a lot more quality. And for Arizona State, this would get you on arguably the biggest stage in the country. It would really help you to increase your viewership, increase your fan base across the country. I mean, that that helps get you some East Coast views for what it's worth. And East Coast is where it's at. Everybody on the East Coast cares about Big Ten and SEC football. That's how you draw attention. It could help recruiting. If you could find a way to, you know, scratch out a seven-win season to start, you're going to get some attention. You pull off an upset here and there. Maybe maybe you get some revenge against Ohio State. Maybe you beat a, a Michigan. You were you uh you beat Michigan State in a home and home series just a few years ago. So it's not like you're unfamiliar with the way that the Big Ten runs their runs their teams. Overall, this is definitely like like I said, it's a shoot for the moon possibility. Because I don't know if the Big Ten would be interested in bringing you in. You've been a middling team who is consistently underachieving, I would say. And as I've said many a times, the expectations are not national championship in Tempe, Arizona, but they are contending for the Pac-12. They should be. There's no reason that they should not have won the South this year because they blew a nice lead against Utah. They were just so frustrating all year because they would have quality wins, but then they would blow the easy ones. Wazoo, there was no reason you should have lost that game. Wazoo was a good team, but you got crushed at home. Oregon State, you lose that game every single time, and I don't know why. But it's those games that are going to affect the way the Big Ten looks at you. The reason the Big Ten is bringing in USC and UCLA is because they see potential for those teams to excel. That, and you got the LA market, calling a spade a spade. But the potential for USC to, you know, quote unquote, be back with Lincoln Riley is very real and is very understandable. With UCLA, Chip Kelly has rebuilt that program into that eight to nine win program every single year. That is exactly what the Big Ten wants, is they want competitive programs that they know are going to build its brand. They are competing with the SEC right now, and they're doing a darn good job of it. I don't know that Arizona State moves that needle for you, as much as I'd love to say they do, right? Our best years are eight-win seasons. Our best years are nine-win seasons. We had back-to-back 10-win seasons, but Believe it or not, that was almost 10 years ago. That was 2013 and 2014. That's a long time. Or was it 2012 and 2013? It was one of the two. 2013 was for sure one of them. Point aside, that's a long time to not have a double-digit win season. And it's not like they've won any important bowl game. Sure, we dominate the Sun, parentheses, Devils Bowl. But outside of that, the biggest ones I can think of are the Las Vegas Bowl and the Holiday Bowl, and you lost both of those to Wisconsin and Texas Tech, respectively. Overall, you've completely underachieved as a program. 
you're not you're not winning big games you're not winning the conference you're not winning the division you've won the division once in the last 10 years that doesn't exactly build a good brand that the big 10 would be interested in so long story short big picture the big 10 would be an absolute dream come true for Arizona State you would truly be able to hopefully assert yourself into a much larger audience. And who knows, maybe maybe that gets more fans in the stands. Maybe people are going to be more excited about the fact that you're playing in a, in a good conference. You know, the Pac-12 is formerly known and the self-proclaimed conference of champions, but when it's all said and done, there's not much here. And you're going to continue to lose it. If I'm Arizona State, that's my top priority, would be trying to get to the Big Ten. We're going to go ahead and talk about my other two possibilities here in just a moment, but we are going to go ahead and hop into our first break. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. This episode of the Locked on Sun Devils is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now nearly impossible for your local chain auto parts store to store all the parts you need for your vehicle. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions while the person behind the counter orders the parts off of their computer and only getting the parts that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years with prices reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts will, your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, let's not waste any more time. Let's get right back into our conversation. The swing for the fences move, that would be the Big Ten. The more realistic move, and quite frankly, the move that I would be predicting. I talked about this a lot yesterday. I'm going to talk about it in detail today. The Big 12. Look, there's been conversation about the Big 12 and the Pac-12 having a merger for what seems like a long time now. And it has never made more sense than to do it now. The, the Big 12, currently 10 teams, is losing Texas and they're losing Oklahoma. Regardless of the fact that Texas is not what they were 20 years ago, and regardless of the fact that Oklahoma has underachieved in terms of winning national championships. Those were your two most marketable teams. Those were two of your four best teams. I mean, Oklahoma was certainly number one. Texas probably a step behind a Baylor and maybe an Oklahoma State. But all in all, that's brutal. Those two teams are going to the SEC. So, you know, the rich get richer. They're bringing in, though, four very, very quality teams. They're bringing in BYU, Central Florida, uh, Cincinnati, and Houston. That's four great ads. BYU has really become a great college football program over the last few years. 
Uh, UCF, the self-proclaimed national champions a few years back when they went undefeated. Uh, Cincinnati just made the college football playoff, the first team outside of the Power Five to make the college football playoff since its inauguration in 2015. And Houston has been a very, very good program over the last 10 plus years with Dana Holgerson really turning that program around. But I'm looking at this conference right now with those four teams coming in, all four very good teams, right? I got Baylor ahead of me. I got Oklahoma State ahead of me. Outside of that, I I feel good about my chances against the majority of these guys. I like us to compete with the remainder of the of the conference. This is this is the program or the conference I should say that makes the most sense for Arizona State to go to. For a few reasons. One of the bigger reasons is like the regional aspect of it. Arizona State, as great as it would be to go to the Big Ten, that is like north, northeast kind of competition. You are not a program that is built to play in snow. You're not built to play in 20, like 20 degree weather or colder. That is not your thing, which is why it's so interesting that USC and UCLA, both centered in Los Angeles, California, are going to the Big Ten. Looking down in the Big 12, though, I mean, the the northmost you go is Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Other than that, well, I guess you got West Virginia over, obviously, in West Virginia, Morgantown. But other than that, I mean, every vast majority of it is in Texas. You got a couple teams in Kansas. Kansas gets a little chilly. I guess Kansas is above Oklahoma. Uh, ignore me and my geography skills. Well, and then Iowa's ahead of that. Goodness gracious. Iowa State would be the northmost that you go. And it gets cold, but it doesn't get Ohio or Michigan cold. So overall, like the regional aspect of it makes a lot of sense. Is you're not having to go, you know, halfway across the country. With the occasional game versus Iowa State or um, Kansas, like overall, you're you're staying within a very close proximity to yourself. Because you look at the Texas teams, TCU, Texas Tech, they're bringing in Houston. It's it's a lot of familiar territory for you. BYU, you're you go up to you go up to um, Salt Lake City every other year. It's nothing that you're going to be unfamiliar with. So it it just makes a lot of sense proximity wise. Now, taking a wider scope of it, which I talked about this a little yesterday, and I'll touch on it just a little today. The wider scope of it here is that you could have a merger, which also makes a lot of sense for the Pac-12. And if that's the case, even if it's just, you know, four to six teams that you're pulling instead of the remaining 10 teams, let's say you pull the South. So you pull Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State. That's all familiar territory. It's all within your region. You're used to a couple cold games going up to Boulder, going up to Salt Lake City. It's nothing crazy. You stay within your realm. So I like that aspect of it. 
And to a certain extent for the Big 12, that's for good programs. Colorado's not great. It'd be funny for Colorado to return to the Big 12 because that's where they were before they came to the Pac-12. But it would it would make sense for them to want to bring in a Utah who just won the Pac-12. It would make sense for them to want to bring in an Arizona State who is pretty much right about the level of competition they have right now. It would make sense to bring in U of A who is hopefully on the upswing. We don't want it to be hopefully, obviously, but the Big 12 would be. But they very well could be. You know, they got they got a good recruiting class. They got Jaden Delora. So neither here nor there. Overall, it would make sense for Arizona State to go there. It would make even more sense for those four teams I just mentioned, basically the remainder of the Pac-12 South, or what was the Pac-12 South, I should say, since the conference got or uh, divisions got eliminated, to go to the Big 12. It would make the most sense to just have a straight merger because I don't know if the PAC 12 can survive everything that's going on right now. I think this is probably the most realistic scenario. It's the best case scenario in terms of, do you want to continue to be where you're at, which is around a seven to eight win team. You know, like I said, Big Ten is the best case scenario because maybe you have those upset wins. Maybe you continue to be that seven to eight win team against much higher level competition. But if you're looking to stay right about where you are right now, then Big 12 makes a lot of sense. Big 12 definitely seems the most realistic if you were going to leave the conference. But of course, there's the option to stay in the conference. And I'm going to talk about that in just a moment after our final break here. So stick around. This is the Locked on Sun Levels podcast. From the people who've invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a delicious, chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They're good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to Built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they're actually good for you. They're a perfect treat, perfect for when you got a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or you need a quick, healthy snack. They are an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk Built Puffs right now. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. It's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Make sure you guys are staying up to date with everything that's going on the Pac-12 for as long as it's going to be here at least by tuning into the Locked On Pac-12 podcast hosted by good friend Spencer McLaughlin. 30 minutes or less. It's free and available on all platforms, just like the Locked On Sun Devils. For what it's worth, I am hopping on the show on Thursday 
to talk about everything that's going on in the Pac-12. Me and Spencer are bouncing our thoughts off each other. He asked me for my opinion on the Sun Devils, and I give him my opinion on the Sun Devils. So you guys should definitely tune in and check that out on Thursday. The last thing, the last scenario for Arizona State is the one that I'm, I don't know how to put this. The best case scenario would be to go to the Big Ten. The scenario that makes the most sense is the Big 12. I guess the scenario that's the most familiar with maybe higher upside, eh, I just, I don't know how to word this, would be to stay in the Big 12, or not the Big 12, uh, the Pac-12, which will obviously soon be the Pac-10 again. I'm looking at this conference right now. USC and UCLA are gone. Remaining is Oregon and Utah, who just went to the Pac-12 championship. You, Other than that, there, there is a straight line for you to be the third best team in that conference for what it's worth. But that's not a bad thing. That could help you get to a decent bowl game. That can help you get a better record. Maybe you start flirting with nine wins again. Maybe you flirt with 10 wins. The, the possibility is there for you by sticking in the Pac-12. If the Pac-12 is going to continue existing, they're going to need to add teams, especially if the if the situation where Oregon and Washington are also plucked from the conference happens. Let's say Arizona State stays in the Pac-12, but I don't know, uh, Utah and Colorado bolt for the big for the Big 12. And let's say that Oregon and Washington are gone. So you're down to six teams. You got Arizona, Arizona State, um, Oregon State, Wazoo, Stanford, and Cal. You might be the best team there. Even if even if the Pac-12 is able to replace those teams. I made a short little list here on my phone of the teams that I would take a look at. I mentioned all these teams yesterday. San Diego State, which is an absolute dream scenario for you because they've been a very, very good program the last few years. Hawaii, it makes sense from a regional standpoint, even though it is another three-hour time difference. It's not not the greatest idea in the world, but it's there. Boise State, another, another program that's got some rich history in the last 15 to 20 years. New Mexico, again, a regional thing. Nevada and UNLV, which, again, most of those is from a regional standpoint. You could, you could try and pluck teams from the Big 12. Maybe you're able to sugarcoat a TCU or a Baylor into coming over to the Pac-12. Other than that, though, short of you getting a team from the Big 12 to come over, San Diego State would really be the only, in the scenario I provided, would be the only team to compete with Arizona State for the Pac-12. And as of, in this scenario I'm creating, the Pac-12 is still represented in the Rose Bowl. So Arizona State's got a like a straight line path to the Rose Bowl in that situation. But it's hard to envision the Pac-12 getting that desperate to be just adding teams simply to add teams. That, that's pretty much what it would be at that point. If you lose Washington and Oregon, which 
at this point kind of feels inevitable. You lose those teams. I'm not sure where you go from there. I'm not sure if that's a situation where the conference can survive, but in the scenario where they do survive, these are really the options that make the most sense. The Pac-12 right now, I think their biggest problem is they're so entitled, I think is the way to put it. They pride themselves on having the highest academic standards. They pride themselves on having teams or uh, colleges that have sports teams across all the sports. And it slowly started to bite them because they lost a chance to bring in BYU, which made all the sense in the world to do. It, it lost a chance to bring in Boise State during its prime. You can right the wrong by bringing in San Diego State. But overall, this is the reason that the Pac-12 is falling apart, is their unwillingness and their stubbornness to add quality teams, and now those quality teams are going to leave. So in a scenario where you continue to lose teams and you lose programs, you're going to have to take what's off the what's off the scrap pile. You're going to have to look through the the used and the damaged products that are left unless you can find a way to poach a Baylor, a TCU, a Texas Tech, whatever. I didn't mention uh, UTEP and UTSA could also be options, but again, that's bottom shelf that you're going for, at least in terms of bringing it in the Power Five. In this scenario, Arizona State would be smart to stay, just because you you're you're the class of your conference, you're the best. Now, again, that doesn't mean much considering how bad the Pac-12 would be. But you could stay loyal, and you could be the best team in the conference. That's all I'm saying. If it were up to me, I think Big 12 is the most realistic. I think it makes the most sense. I think Big 12 would be my move. I would love the Big 10 from the aspect of being able to be seen on a wider audience scale. Uh, the, the, the colleges would love being able to join that Big Ten conference, getting all that viewership, the views, the money, the cable opportunities, stuff like that. The Big 12 makes the most sense. If you stay in the Pac-12, it's a losing battle. I mean, even with that scenario I pulled out, who knows? Maybe it still doesn't find a way to last. Overall, though, those are the three situations I think that the Arizona State Sun Devils find themselves in right now. If the Pac-12 continues to lose teams, you either go to the Big Ten or the Big 12, or you just stick it out with the Pac-12 until it eventually falls apart. But that's pretty much all I got for you guys today. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you want to check us out in a visual platform. But wherever you do get those podcasts, make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update every time we post a new episode. If you're on Twitter. Go ahead and follow me at RichieBrads36 and follow the podcast while you're there as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.